Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Afternoon, Rush. Wednesday, Bobby, Mark, and Molly taking you here into the Thanksgiving holiday. And to talk some football going into this weekend. A pleasure to go over the guest line and bring on former Penn State to Nittany Lion, Mr. Reggie Walker. Reggie, good afternoon, man. How are you? Bobby, I'm doing great. Happy Thanksgiving to you and all in studio. Uh, I hope you guys have a great one, but we're going to talk some ball right now. We are going to talk some ball right now, Reggie. And uh, let's start with uh, the biggest one on Saturday. That's Ohio State-Michigan, two versus three in the college football playoff rankings. We've seen Michigan win the last two. Let's start with the Buckeyes. Where's the pressure here, Reggie, on Ryan Day, who in his career is fantastic, except against the Michigan Wolverines? I think there's plenty of pressure on him. And I think, you know, look, last year – there were some people in Buckeye land that were starting to moan and groan with the fact that essentially whatever he is, I think he's lost like two games in his or three or less than five games in his time at Ohio state two being to Michigan. And I think that bothers a lot of people. It, it makes them upset. It frustrates them. But look, at the end of the day, there are worse places to be. I think in college football in the pantheon of the big 10 East, you could be – look, what would those people be saying if they were in Penn State shoes right now, consistently you know, unable to get over the hump against both of those football teams, Michigan and Ohio State? So, yeah, the, the heat um, is, is a little bit there on Ryan Day, but I think in a lot of ways people got to calm down a little bit. When you're averaging double-digit wins, I understand it's about beating rivals, but what you don't want is somebody that can beat the rival and then they're only winning seven or eight games otherwise. So got to be careful what you wish for. And we talk about the pressure here, Reggie, on Ryan Day, and part of that might be you no know, Jim Harbaugh on the other sidelines. We saw Michigan survive against Maryland this past weekend. Uh, but for you, what, what's the impact of Harbaugh not being on the sidelines in this game on Saturday? I think it's the, those situations where – you kind of need to look some players in the eye and challenge them or those situations to where you make that slight adjustment or deviation from the game plan because, you know, as a head coach, you kind of realize maybe we haven't gotten this person the football enough. Maybe we haven't gotten this person the opportunity to get the ball in this particular place. Maybe we haven't gotten this guy a particular pass rush matchup, matchup opportunity. And those are the kinds of things that head coaches really help you with. Those are the kinds of things that they see that obviously the assistants maybe may not always see. So I think that's where 
uh, the missing pieces when you talk about Jim Harbaugh not being there. But this is a talented football team. I think the thing I like about Michigan the most is they they have taken on the personality of Jim Harbaugh and the fact that they're going to come right at you and they're going to try to beat you with toughness. And I think that's what Jim Harbaugh personifies. I think that's what he's all about. And if you if you need a true answer to that or some examples, look no further than the last two times they played Penn State and the way they've just decided to run downhill right at that Nittany line defense. And, Reggie, let me ask you about that philosophy. Now, you would think uh, offensively Ohio State will prov- provide more issues for Michigan. So how much does J.J. McCarthy need to, to go out and, and play well to win this game? Can they win without him doing uh, a little something? No, they're going to need him. And I honestly think that the last couple of weeks, you know, they were trying to make sure as a coaching staff not to essentially screw it up um, in terms of the assistants running the thing, Sharon Moore and that, and that crew. I think this week they're going to let it all hang out. I think they're going to let J.J. McCarthy be a little bit more aggressive. I also think, look, because we've seen minimal from the passing game standpoint from Michigan, not just in what they've been able to accomplish, but also from a standpoint of just them calling a lot of pass plays, and I think because of that, it gives Ohio State, I should say, a little bit tougher from a preparation standpoint to figure out how they may want to attack Michigan, that is. Uh, that Buckeye defense from a passing game standpoint, that's impactful there. That's a preparation thing. And on the other side of it, if you're Michigan, you got to find a way to keep Marvin Harrison Jr. under control and just make your run fits properly on the defensive side. And you got a chance to slow down this Ohio State offense because uh, McCord at times, he does panic and make bad decisions with the football. Reggie Walker now joining us on the afternoon rush. And Reggie, Florida State has a big loss with Jordan Travis, that injury. Obviously just a big loss for Jordan Travis. But what is the impact of his injury for Florida State this weekend against Florida? And then when it comes to playoff hopes. I think from that standpoint, I think you're going to see a Florida team that's going to let it all hang out. I think they're going to be very, very aggressive uh, in terms of coming after uh, Rodemaker at the quarterback position and try to make him uncomfortable, uh, try to make him make mistakes. Look, Tate Rodemaker for Florida State, he's stepping in for Jordan Travis, big shoes to fill. 200-pound kid, stands at 6'4". He's been in the system. He knows what to do. Bobby, you know exactly what I'm getting ready to say here. And, Molly, you're familiar. You, Mark, as well. The guy calling the plays is going to be key for Florida State. And Alex Atkins, formerly of Charlotte, is a really, really good play caller. I think that's going to be the key. They can run the football as well at Florida State. So I think those things are going to be key factors. This is a Florida team that has athletes, but they're devoid of that super talent uh, athlete slash player um, that they've historically had right now. And that's what, obviously, Billy Napier is trying to rebuild down at Florida. I think the Knowles are able to get a win down there. It'll be tough early on, but I think these receivers and Coleman and Wilson and these backs as well start making plays in the second half. You just have to have guys make some individual plays, and they have the talent to do it. So I like Florida State in this game, but I do think early on it's going to be tough for them to pull away. Uh, it'll take take hold in the second half when that depth starts to really show itself. But I like Florida State moving forward. And look, at the end of the day, I know a lot of people are talking about where they sit in the college football playoff rankings. If they win this week and then turn around and beat a top-10 Louisville team, that's assuming Louisville beats Kentucky as well this weekend, 
Florida State will be in the college football playoff because there's going to be some attrition in front of them as well. And Clemson has salvaged things, I think, for this season, all thanks to Tyler from Spartanburg. But how much pressure is on this game against South Carolina, knowing what's happened here for the Tigers the past couple of seasons? You know, that's very interesting because I think I think there's pressure, honestly, uh, yeah, Molly, there's pressure both ways. Um, you know, this is a Shane Beamer coach team that a lot of people had higher expectations for. Now, I said at the beginning of the season, I think you guys will remember on the show, I said they're going to be a better team, they're going to be more talented, but the wins and losses are not going to reflect that. I think that's what we're seeing with this South Carolina team right now. Uh, but you cannot afford, if you're Dabo Sweeney and Clemson, to lose this football game, you need the momentum. You want that nine-win season, which is still out there, if you can win this game and your bowl game. And that momentum, of course, going into next season. But on the other side of it, if you're Shane Beamer and you find yourself out of the bowl mix, uh, people are going to start looking around and asking questions. Is he really the answer? There's no patience in college football anymore, and there damn sure won't be any in Columbia, South Carolina, if he finds a way to lose to a Clemson team that's having one of its worst years in the Dabo Sweeney era. Reggie, uh, Carolina State, Saturday night in Raleigh. These teams come in with the same record, but it feels like there's kind of different vibes with, with both of them. Uh, you got Carolina. This looks a lot like the Carolina finish we saw last year. And meanwhile, uh, State uh, has really found something uh, with this offense, this defense. It's been playing lights out. B- bigger, bigger game for who Saturday night, you think? I think it's bigger for North Carolina, to be honest with you. I think if they lose this game again, I think the questions are going to start, right? I think, I mean, they're already there as it relates to the defense, but there was a lot, a lot of hype and jubilation when Mac Brown came back to Chapel Hill. And there were high expectations, especially when Drake May stepped on campus. For this football team to basically not consistently be in the New Year's Six in the Drake May era, that's going to concern a lot of people. That's going to raise even more questions than we've seen over the last few years. He's too talented of a quarterback, and I'm not blaming it on him. But what I'm saying is when you've got that kind of a talent at that position, the expectations are through the roof. The defense seemed to be uh, improving, right, for the most part early in the season. Just like last year, they played better early, and then they – sort of fell apart so the questions are going to come in terms of can this football team can that leadership get them uh, to the new year six kind of level consistently and i tell you what listen there, there were a lot of questions about mac brown when he was in some ways unceremoniously shown the door at the university of texas indirectly you wonder if those conversations for more so fans, not necessarily the administration, but fans in the impatient world of college football, you wonder if some of those conversations and questions are going to start if they find a way to lose this game on Saturday and maybe don't look good in the postseason as the Drake May era sort of ends. Reggie Walker here on the Afternoon Rush. Reggie, NFL, it's your Titans against the Panthers on Sunday. Which quarterback would you rather have moving forward, Will Levis or Bryce Young? Damn, Bobby, why you do me like that? <laughs> Look, I, I think I think 
I think it's too early to tell on both of them. I, I think, look, I think Bryce Young. You need one guy on Sunday, Reggie. You need one guy. You need one guy as your quarterback this weekend. Same team. Yo, one guy. They both have DeAndre Hopkins, if you want to say. Who would you rather have? Uh, I'm going to go. Just give me DeAndre Hopkins. I don't want either one of these guys. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Put him in the wild. That, that says enough, too. I, you, you said one guy. No, no, no. Actually, I'm going to do you one better. Just give me Derrick Henry. All right. Well, you, give me Derek. you answered Bobby's question, yes, Reggie. No, I'm not sure if you realized it or not, but you answered it. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie Walker, always joining us on Wednesday. Reggie, man, hope you have a great Thanksgiving, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. I appreciate you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. And since I got the chance to do this on the record, uh, Bobby, I need you on the shutdown corner next week. Appreciate you. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, wow. Guess I have something well else. That's your book. Yeah. Guess, <laughs> guess I have something else to do. But I can, if he asks me a question, I just won't answer it like he did on the question I just asked. All right. We'll take a timeout. We got an hour to go. What's trending? Coming your way next.